We're kicking off a new segment of the show today, and one that a lot of listeners seemed interested in. We're calling it Conspiracy Court. And in these segments, we'll dive into and discuss various conspiracies and score them on believability. We'll be following our traditional scale of 1 to 11, with 1 being very plausible scenario, say, the Tuskegee syphilis experiment, and an 11 being completely fucking insane, say, the earth is flat. These shows will be available to our Patreon subscribers in the future, but like your neighborhood dope man, we're giving you the first hit for free in order for you to get addicted and give us money. Think of it like crack cocaine that's actually healthy to ingest. Now, we intend to make this first show a real eye-opener for our audience. We wanted to take on a conspiracy so impactful that it wouldn't be unreasonable for us to await calls from the Pulitzer or Peabody Committee once we uncover the truth. And I think we chose one of the greatest conspiracy scandals of our modern day, something that affects everyone somehow. And that is, has Stevie Wonder been pretending to be blind for the past 60 years? So kick back, relax, and enjoy this episode of Conspiracy Court. Okay, so uh, just like Asshole Court, let's start off with the initial scores on the plausibility of Stevie Wonder isn't actually blind. Randy, what do you got? Yeah, so when we decided to do this one, I knew it was going to be quite entertaining. I have a hard time believing somebody would actually put on this, I guess, if it were a ruse for 60 years or so. But at the same time, I think we're going to dive into some interesting shit that uh, entertaining, but yet at the same time kind of does raise a little bit of an eyebrow. But like we talked about with one being uh, extremely believable and 11 being completely fucking insane, I'm actually going to give this a 10. Mm -hmm. I definitely think Stevie Wonder is blind. Yeah. So when we first talked about this, uh, definitely thought all the conspiracy shit would be out the window. So I'm giving him a 10 off the rip on the believability scale. All right, buddy, what you got? All right. I'm right there with Randy on this. I think it's absurd. I mean, if I was Stevie Wonder, if I've been that famous for that long and just have, you know, I mean, he's been going on since when? Like the 70s? And before that, in yeah. early, early 60s, very early 60s. You know what I mean? Like he's been around for forever. He is at just like that. I mean, almost like top of I mean, I mean, now as we get into the you know 2010s and 2020s, he's starting to kind of fade off a little bit. But at the same time, he was there for a lot of stuff uh, for five decades now mm-hmm. pushing six. Yeah. Personally, if I was that rich and that famous and that blind, I would be fucking with people. Like, I mean, I, you know, like I would have like Randy here or Mikey here and I'd be like, I would be doing shit that would make it seem like I wasn't mm. blind just to fuck with people. That's and that's what I do. And I think that's what Stevie's doing. This is nothing but a big joke to him. And so like, you know, going into this, I think it's absolutely ludicrous. I'm right there with Randy. I'm giving this a 10.0 off the rip. Okay. All right. Mikey, what you... <clears throat> Got for your initial score. Yeah, uh, so this sounds like one of those conspiracy theories that is uh, sounds like a joke. Like <laughs> you're like, no, like if you're gonna make a, a like an insane conspiracy to show how insane conspiracy theories have gotten over the past like decade or so, this would be like a one a. 
Because you're just like, I mean, first of all, it's just the absurdity of it is amazing. <laughs> you're just like, yeah, hey, a guy that we've all like grown up with and stuff like that, that is a, a blind guy. Oh, hey, he's not blind. I mean, it's it's fucking ridiculous, dude. Yeah. What is like Helen Keller not deaf and blind either? Yeah, you know yeah, what I mean? What? Huh? <laughs> you know why Helen Keller burned her face, right? Why is that? She answered the iron. That's right. That's right. <laughs> but she was also deaf, so that joke doesn't play as well yeah, if you really think about it. Doesn't. But. Yeah. So I, I honestly, I'd probably go with, uh, I'd, I'd go with the ten too, because it's just fucking ridiculous, man. It's not as insane as like flat Earth, which is to me is just like scientifically provable and just so completely <laughs> insane that it's just like I can't quite touch that. It's not like the Hitler level of uh, assholes. Right. It's uh but yeah, 10 it's pretty fucking crazy. So, I don't know. Oh, well, that makes it really easy. Mm-hmm. With a 10 from Mikey, a 10 from Buddy, and a 10 from Randy, Stevie Wonder's pre-show conspiracy court score is a 10.0. Okay. All right. Pretty All believable right. then. Yeah, there you go. You guys, uh, you guys ready to see this through? <laughs> oh yeah, love it. Nice. Let's do it. You are the sunshine of my life. That's right. Yeah. All right, so everybody knows Stevie Wonder at this point. Like, if you don't know Stevie Wonder, you've been living under a rock, or you are just born and can't even communicate, so it doesn't even matter. <laughs> um, but so Stevie Wonder was actually born Steveland Hardaway Judkins in Saginaw, Michigan, on May 13th of 1950. So... I have a significant tie to Saginaw, Michigan. You do. That is where a lot of my family lives, along with, they they still live there where my grandparents lived, and I would visit there. Buddy came with me a couple of times mm-hmm. to Saginaw, Michigan to hang out on the farm. Oh, yeah. Lots and of if, fun. And if you were in Saginaw in the 50s, it was nothing but fucking farmland. Yeah. It's, oh, yeah. It's gotten actually fairly dangerous over the past 25 yeah. years or so. Um, but yeah, back then, nothing but, it was a lot of farmland and just... Very small local businesses, like a farm town. But yeah, yeah, yeah. And so, uh, but yeah. one, his first name is Steveland. Steveland. Yeah, with Steveland. no e. Yeah, Steveland. like Steveland, Steveland. Looks like, yeah. yeah. Dude, I mean that Steveland blind. I mean he's starting with a couple, you know, a couple steps behind. It's tough, and uh, it's, there's a very real possibility that Randy's uh, grandparents passed him. On uh, downtown Saginaw. And just note, there's a lot of white people in Saginaw, Michigan in this 50s and 60s. So, Dude, when we went in like the late 90s, early aughts, it was very white. Absolutely. You know, so let alone 50 years prior. Yep. Yeah, being a a black blind kid in Saginaw, Michigan isn't really the best hand in the world to be dealt, I suppose. So Stevie, or Stevland, (laughs) was uh, the third of five children born to Lula Mae Hardaway and the second of Hardaway's two children with Calvin Judkins. He was born six weeks premature, which, along with the oxygen-rich atmosphere in the hospital incubator, resulted in retinopathy of prematurity, a condition in which the growth of the eyes is aborted. That's an unfortunate <laughs> choice, of <laughs> choice of words. Thanks, yeah. Wikipedia. Uh, and causes the retinas to detach, so he became blind. Wow. So this is as a newborn, pretty much. Yeah, so yeah. you know, if Stevie Wonder is actually blind, he has no memory of ever being able to see whatsoever. Hmm. So when he's five years old, he teaches himself how to play the harmonica. At eight, he learns how to play the drums, which oh. is they said basically like him like playing a like kitchen table, sort right. of like Jay Z did. Yeah, yeah. yeah exactly. Like we all did growing up, because you know we didn't have drum kits in our house. So, That's right. You know, That's just true. hitting the ground. But yeah. they say you know if you lose one of your senses, like vision, hearing, something like that, your other senses are way heightened. Yeah, one hundred percent. One hundred percent. It has to be. 
I mean, like we all rely on our sight, but for somebody who doesn't, I mean, sound is sight. Right. Yeah. You know. Would you rather be blind or deaf? I feel like deaf is the easy. I answer. feel like deaf. Yeah. Yeah. Because I, I mean, mean, then you can still function. You know what I mean? Like you can sign. Yeah. And you can still communicate, but if you're blind, you can't still see. I like music a lot, but I I would I also like uh, not getting into car accidents. I like being shit able like to that. drive. Yeah, I like <laughs> being know? able to drive, seeing what I'm eating, picking out my outfits. Yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah. Never having to worry about like I mean, a, a deaf kid can win a fist fight. Yeah, a blind kid can never win a fist fight. Yeah, no. They can win a race though. Have you seen those blind uh, track? Folks? I have not. Yeah. So but they, don't they have to run with somebody? They're leashed. Yeah. They're tethered to another runner that yeah. obviously trains right along with them to kind of guide them around the track. So essentially they're like wrist on wrist. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And they in synchronicity. <laughs> what, if, what if they pair you up with a blind Usain Bolt and you're just <laughs> getting fucking drugged? Jesus. Dude? Oh, damn. <laughs> this fucking seer totally screwed up my chances. <laughs> Because what do they call seers? I mean, people that can see or whatever. So I don't know. There's I wonder what the blind that. community calls those that can see. The sighted or something yeah. like that. Yeah. It's fucking sighted folk. Yeah, dude. <laughs> totally made me lose. Oh, uh, man. But yeah, so he, like I said, he adjusts and starts getting into music and stuff like that. He, he learns how to play the drums on a table. And he did so by listening to the radio. And then he'd try to like replicate the rhythms on any surface he could find. Like we talked about, like Jay-Z did. Except for Jay-Z could see. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and here. Yes, and here, yes. By the time that he was 10, he'd already learned how to play the piano, the harmonica, and the drums. And the piano, that's tough. I mean, I guess that's, you know, you got a whole, there's a whole uh, segment of blind musicians coming from like blues musicians. And Absolutely. Stuff like that. Yeah. Ray Charles. Ray Charles yeah. And yeah. yeah. Blind Willie Johnson. There's, a, there's. I, I feel like if you're a blues musician, like odds are you might be blind. <laughs> there's well, so many blinds. Got the blues, you know. <laughs> so many blinds versus the sights. <laughs> We're gonna designate people that like now. Oh, he's well, he's just a blind. He's a blind. <laughs> this fucking blind cut me off in traffic the other day. <laughs> Like, it was had terrifying. His walk, had his walking stick out and everything. <laughs> it was terrifying. He was in an 18 wheeler, and God help us all. In 1961, when he was uh, like age 11, Wonder sang his own composition, "Lonely Boy," to Ronnie White of the Miracles. So you know, the Miracles were a huge, huge uh, band back then. Huge singing group. Just happened to stop by Saginaw, Michigan. Well, that's because White was part of the Motown. Uh, yeah, oh, which okay. is right there in Detroit. Okay. So yeah. White then took Wonder and his mother to an audition at Motown, where CEO Barry Gordy basically signed him right then. It was like, okay, cool. They called him like Little Stevie. Oh wow! I wonder if he thought it was kind of a novelty act and kind of obviously he was talented, super talented. But at no, the same time, like, what? Oh man, I could make this blind kid into something and. It's, I you, might it, have something there. It's a bonus because when you see, there's plenty, if you go to YouTube right now, you can see like uh, early videos of like little Stevie when he's a kid. And I mean, the dude is super talented. You know what I'm saying? And he plays the harmonica, all the piano, all the stuff like that. So it's a, you always get like that, uh, the novelty of it being a kid and it's a blind kid. So yeah. <laughs> you're like hey. double win. Imagine <laughs> if he was on like America's Got Talent nowadays. Oh like, yeah, yeah, crushing it. Oh he man, be, he's getting the gold star all day. He'd you know? be famous for a year. Yeah. <laughs> and it would yeah. be over. His YouTube video would have like a million hits and then like uh, America's Got Talent would rake in that money and then they would throw him into a gutter after it was over. <laughs> so uh, yeah, like I said, Stevie Wonder gets signed to Motown's Tamla label. And like I said, before signing, uh, producer Clarence Paul gave him the name Little Stevie Wonder. 
Anyways, his career after that is phenomenal. We all know who Stevie Wonder is. Yep, I mean, of from course. the 60s, you have the classic stretch of the 70s or whatever. And like I even talked about it on one of our earlier shows, how good uh, a, like Songs in the Key of Life is as a, as a whole album. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Stevie Wonder has won 25 Grammy Awards. That's insane, man. As well as a Grammy Lifetime Achievement Award in 96. And he's the only one of uh, two artists and groups who have won the Grammy for Album of the Year three times as the main credited artist along with like Frank Sinatra. So that's how big oh, wow. Stevie yeah. Wonder is. You are the sunshine of my life. Right. Yeah. And then he also had a, a great and very uh, impactful appearance on the Cosby show for us. Yes. Which uh-huh. is always uh, <laughs> fucking right. We could always talk about jamming on the one. Jam, jamming on the one. <laughs> yeah, it was Theo Huxtable. And because uh, Bill Cosby's character, uh, you know, Dr. Huxtable you know, he, he has a, an in at the studio, so he gets to take the kids to see Stevie Wonder record his latest album. Now, this is like right after Stevie Wonder's album had come out that had a huge hit, I Just Called to Say. Um, and so in that point, he's playing a, a keyboard and he's actually able to like record his voice and loop it on a keyboard loop, which is mind blowing to a young Theo Huxtable <laughs> and chooses... As his uh, vocal to, to loop is jamming on the one, yeah. and then they just play it over and over again, jamming on, jam, jam, jamming on the one, jamming on the one, and uh, we we watch that as kids, and I still, to any one day, of us, yeah. if we say jamming, jamming on the, the one, one, all of us are like j- jamming, on, jamming the on the one. Uh, side note, do you know who Bill Cosby could roofie really easy? Oh shit! Oh man, damn, buddy, God Almighty, didn't see that coming. Yeah. He's not into dudes, though. That we know of. It's true. All right. So, like I said, we all know who Stevie Wonder is. He is a, like, super, superstar, like a legend. People will talk about this guy in 100 years. So, <laughs> which is why it's so interesting that over the past few years, I started seeing stuff about this conspiracy theory that he wasn't actually blind. <laughs> which, again, like I said, it's... He's fucking with people. I'm telling you, man. It's so absurd on its face that you can't help but, like, you're like, I have to dig into this. I have to just just see. So, like I, said, I, I spent some time doing a little research for this show, and I can't quite locate when this conspiracy really got started, but it seems to have started, like, in the earlier part of the last decade, like around 2010. And I think it's because of one singular incident in which... Him and Paul McCartney were playing at the White House. Okay. And they were doing it was a it was a Beatles song or whatever. And Paul McCartney is getting super excited and he like is singing on one mic, but he wants to run around and I think it was like, Hey Jude, run around to a piano to finish whatever it is, and he bumps a microphone on his way out. And then Stevie Wonder catches, catches it. it. <laughs> sure did. And like a fucking uh, gold glover. Yeah, and yeah. and and, and that's I think that was the anchor point for this entire conspiracy theory. It was the almost like record right stop right there. Yeah. Whoa, this motherfucker just caught the mic yeah, on yeah. a mic drop. Yeah. <laughs> and on a Paul McCartney yeah, mic drop. Yeah. And some of the conspiracies that we'll cover can probably get a little convoluted or, or whatever it is, but this one really is as simple as it sounds. And that is that Stevie Wonder has been faking being totally blind for six decades now. Some versions of this theory say that he is like Definitely legally blind, but can kind of see. And that's uh-huh. what I would imagine. Like, so you talk about retinal detachment, right? So when you get LASIK surgery, that's kind of what they do is they go in and they detach your retinas for a very short amount of time, do the adjustment, and then sew reattach you back up. It. Yeah, yeah, reattach it. 
So you are blind for like 30 seconds. And I had one person that I know that had LASIK and she said when she was blind for 30 seconds, completely fucking freaked her out. But yeah. Completely fucking like just bugged her out. But if the retina is fully detached, you can't see shit. Right. But if you had like, you know, a partial, per- partial or predominant retinal detachment, you still might be able to see like shapes, probably not colors. But it's all fuzzy, but you can or, yeah. or not, but like real dim. I, yeah, I have yeah. no fucking idea. I'm not a yeah. goddamn ophthalmologist. But it's not but. like just pure blackness, right? right it's just right. like maybe, darkness. Maybe you can darkness. see, maybe you can see shapes or you can see movement or something yeah. like that. Yeah. I don't know. I feel like if if you're gonna kind of like dig into this conspiracy, that that's like probably the most. Um, respectful version of it <laughs> to put it another way i yeah, guess well, like on the flip side what did barry gordy be like you know what you're really talented yeah you're gonna be fucking blind well, barry and- gordy throws a punch at him to see if he punches <laughs> and he catches it like yeah. jean-claude van damme in blood sport holy when shit when he threw the powder in his eyes yeah. and he's like can't see <laughs> so all right so let's take a look at some of the evidence that stevie wonder isn't actually blind i just i just want to repeat that that's what we're talking about right here. Um, and it. to be fair, almost all of this evidence, actually all of this evidence is entirely anecdotal, right? Like it's coming from a lot of like fellow celebrities, whatever. Who are his friends, right? A lot yes, of them are his friends. Are, yeah. Like, All right. So like one of the first things I found was a story that Boy George talked about uh, in some interview. He came out and straight up said it. it was like, I don't think Stevie Wonder's blind. <laughs> Because he said that they were at a party and that Stevie Wonder came up to him and like playfully strangled him at a like at a party. It was just like, oh, hey, (laughs) boy, George (laughs) just choked him out, which is there's a lot weirder like levels to this story. Anyways, uh, can you imagine it being the 80s? And you're just like dosed out on some cocaine and you look over and Stevie, Stevie Wonder's, Wonder's choking out Boy George. <laughs> like Homer Simpson on Bart. And he's just like, oh, I'm just kidding. This sounds like the true Hollywood stories with uh, Charlie, yeah, Charlie Murphy. Murphy. Yeah. Like this is like a Chappelle show skit. It's yeah. true, man. Boy George said that he was like, he actually asked, he's like, quote, how could he know where I was at if he's completely blind? Somebody could tell you. That's, That's what true. I like. Yeah. He's, somebody's telling them or even as I mean, like you're. Ears are your eyes at that point. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, he can hear him, walk close to him, and then, you know, maybe get that, like, hey, hey, Randy, where is he at? Right? Okay, right yeah. here? Yeah. All right, cool. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Maybe that's what it is. I mean, I, who knows, dude? Who knows what who that's knows? about? And then, of course, we, we already sort of touched on the 2010 incident, which I think sparked this entire thing. But if you get a chance, go watch it, because it's a minute when you, like, when it happens, you're just kind of like, Oh, huh. fuck. That's kind of weird, man. <laughs> he caught the mic stand like it was. Uh, you ever seen those amazing uh, when someone like it's a line drive at a pitcher and they just randomly. Right. <laughs> yeah. It, it yeah. yeah. It's like a moment of like absolute dexterity or whatever. So I that one kind of threw me off. You get a chance. Go to YouTube. Check out uh, Paul McCartney. Uh, Stevie Wonder catches microphone. So there's another clip on uh, TNT inside the NBA studio. And that's a show with Kenny Anderson, uh, Ernie Johnson, Charles Barkley, and Shaq, right? Yeah, Super of popular. And Shaq has a pretty fucking funny story about Stevie Wonder, too. He yeah. said, I was living in L.A., and um, he's like, you know, it's a big apartment building right off Wilshire Boulevard. And parked my car, and I'm making my way through the lobby. He said, Stevie Wonder comes walking through. He walks right up to the elevator, pushes the button to go up, 
walks in the door and says, oh, Shaq, what's up, man? What's up, big dog? Like gives him daps, hits the button to get off of his floor and all by himself just gets off and walks off the elevator. Yeah, Shaq said he didn't say a word to him. Yeah. yeah. No, he, he said like, I was just being quiet. What the fuck? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, he was like, see, and Shaq swears to God it's true. Yeah. Like, yeah, you can Google that one, too. It's, but what? he's Shaq telling the story, he's laughing himself. You know what I mean? Like, it's insane. <laughs> yeah. Like, it's insane, because what was the other announcer? It was like, he was like, I know the story. You have to tell yeah, it. Kenny yeah. Anderson. Yeah, yeah it was Kenny yeah, Anderson. That's yeah. right. Kenny Anderson's like, you have to tell the story, because it's, he was like, I didn't say a word. He came and he says, presses the elevator button, which is just like the icing on the cake. Yep. You know like, what's saying? up, big dog? Yeah. Like, what's up, big dog? Yeah. Yeah. And then there was uh, there was like this one scene that I, I was looking uh, in like on articles and they were kind of pointing this out. It was a scene from like an Oprah interview where he was on there and they had some guy. I don't know who this guy was. He was some random guy that was I think he was like from the audience or something like that. And they were singing like, isn't she lovely? And so they were letting the guy sing and like Stevie Wonder was sort of like backing him up. And the guy was just completely like starstruck and was just like, oh, I can't believe this is really happening. And then like he like comes over and Stevie Wonder like reaches out and like hugs him. And a lot of people were like, they're like, he looked right at him and hugged him. This one is a little bit less for me because when I watched it, I was kind of like, I mean, he obviously can hear the guy coming up next to him. And reaches an arm out. It wasn't like that he did some sort of like complicated gang handshake. Yeah. Just <laughs> threw it out there. You know what I'm saying? It was very, it, it felt like I was like, a blind guy could pull this one off. He turned into a synchronized swimmer like yeah. right there. And that was our handshake. Yeah, you know? yeah. So Buddy and I went on a trip to Chicago when we were youngins uh, with my mom. So Buddy, I'll let you tell the story about how you got had in the street one time. All right, so me, Randy, and uh, his mom are walking. We were going to, like, the Space Museum. Museum of Science and Industry. Yes, uh, up there in Chicago. And, I mean, it's a it's, it's like a whole block, that, uh, or maybe even longer. Cool place. And as we're walking to the entrance, you know, they've got all these steps, and there's this guy that's sitting there, and he's got the glasses on. He has a sign that says, yeah, I'm blind. Please help. And, and um, I had some change in my pocket. I threw it in there, and we just keep on walking. And we get like, I mean, literally like 15, 20 steps past and the guy stands up and he points at me and he goes, thanks, man. I appreciate it. And <laughs> I look at Randy's like, got him. Gotcha. You know, like, <laughs> like, yeah, Give me back that money, blind yeah. guy. <laughs> and I was like, man, I can't even hate him for yeah, that. Like, no, good on what, you, mate. That's you when know? Buddy threw a punch to see if he would flinch. <laughs> Yeah, dude. No, I mean, look, there's there are people that absolutely fake being blind for money. Yeah. But I think that Stevie Wonder's money probably outweighs the need to, to <laughs> yes. beg for, for change. Yes, it does. Um, so, yeah, again, I don't know. The, the Oprah one didn't catch me as uh, all that interesting. So then there's another dude on ESPN because, a lot, like I said, a lot of these people that are pushing this conspiracy <laughs> are celebrities themselves or at least in the entertainment industry. One of them is a guy named Bamani Jones, and he's an ESPN personality. So... Bamani Jones is one of the ones that really pushes it super hard. And uh, he actually had a segment where he talked for about 15 minutes, including his like on Around the Horn. And his arguments include that, uh, first of all, he said Stevie Wonder wanted to be on Dancing with the Stars. <laughs> which, like, That's awesome. He's trolling them, dude. Yeah, maybe, yeah. Man, it could be the case. He also swears that Stevie Wonder uh, bought three plasma TVs once, like back in the day when the flat screens first came out. 
But he can listen to the TVs. Like, he doesn't have to see them. And he knows they're cool as shit. And when people come to his house, he's like, look at my fucking setup, homeboy. That could be the case. Yeah. That could be the case. And then he, his <laughs> the one that, that is sort of the most interesting to me, too, is that he says that uh, Stevie Wonder's been dressing the same since, like, 1972. Which, when you think about it, you're like, so what? What does he care? But hold on. How does he know what he looks like? And how does he have, like, a sense of style? I'm sure he's got a handler. I think if I was, like, a blind guy... And I like it's insane that he has a very specific look he wants to convey. <laughs> look, black pants and a loud ass jacket. Yeah, that's usually what you see Stevie Wonder wearing. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, that's if that's what you want to wear, you know, that's hey, cool. So yeah. if like if I'm like his buddy that's helping him out all the time, yeah. it's just like hey, let's make this easy. I'm gonna get like forty suits that are all the same. Yeah, yeah. but suits are suits. He just didn't look like he did in like 1980. He was wearing the same <laughs> shit during jamming on the one that he was wearing last week on TV. He decided he that's when he got old enough, like a lot of people do, where they get off the fashion train. They're like, this is where I'm at. Hugh Hefner's been wearing that jacket for 60 years. He's was. dead now. Yeah. Right. <laughs> He's fucking yeah, dead. Know. Yeah. But you know, you know what I'm saying. Yeah, but that jacket was like sort of iconic thing. I feel you. It just was, I thought that was a kind of a funny take. I was like, he does have a very specific fashion sense. You know what I'm saying? He's like, this is how I want to look. But Bamani also brought out a really interesting point, and this is totally verifiable. Stevie Wonder goes to fucking tons of basketball games. <laughs> yeah. And he sits courtside. Yep. There's plenty of pictures out there with him sitting next to like uh, Spike Lee. And he seems to really be getting into the games. Jack which, Nicholson, maybe? What, maybe so. I, mean, I don't know. I mean, I think he's up more of like a New York fan, potentially. But oh, okay. I'm sure he sat next to Jack Nicholson at a Lakers game at some point. I was thinking Shaq yeah. and him out in L.A. Yeah, and so. but I, I'm just going to say, personally, if I'm a celebrity, I would go sit courtside at a game sometimes. If I'm a blind celebrity, there's no fucking way I'm going to a basketball <laughs> game. Because one of the things that drives me nuts about watching basketball is the squeaking of the shoes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> And that's like, like you, for you, like uh, somebody who can see that's like having a uh, a laser pointer flashed in your eye yeah. just constantly. Well, like, have you ever sat there and you hear something like, I don't know, like a, a like a pipe clicking or something like that? And when you really start to notice it, it you really starts to drive yeah. you fucking crazy. God damn it. My ceiling fan in my bedroom clicks, ticks when uh, it's on medium speed. Got to tighten the. Oh shit! I arms. put it on high and make my wife miserable, but <laughs> yeah. uh, that's how I roll. You Goes have to. Away. You have to like when that shit happens. I have the same thing uh, where, where I stay at during the week or whatever is a, a ceiling fan, and you sometimes have to like zone that out. So he's sitting there courtside, taking up a seat if he's blind. You know, some some <laughs> some kid that can fucking see could be sitting next and watching the Knicks lose because that's what they do. <laughs> Um and uh you know but now he's Patrick to be- Ewing's gonna come beat our ass <laughs> dude he knows the fucking Knicks lose <laughs> but uh yeah so I, I just that that one was it's kind of strange yeah you go down there and you're just listening to squeaks and basketball dribbles yeah <laughs> but at the same time you can't like deny somebody the right to go to a game I you know I, I, I mean? totally agree I'm not saying that you should legally like that's legally this is, but this is like yeah. just Gestapo tactics like if you're blind we're gonna send you off to a work camp. I'm just saying it would be strange to see someone want to go to see such a visually oriented sport. If you really want to fuck with him, just turn his chair around. (laughs) (laughs) Facing the crowd and everything's behind him. Yeah. That'd be terrible. Bamani's going to do that to him in one game eventually. Dude, I'm telling you. And then, of course, the the one thing I saw, too, that was just also hilarious was uh, it was a picture of Stevie Wonder taking a picture of a Michael Jackson wax figure nice. at the museum. Nice. And everybody was like, What are you going to do? Put it on the fridge? Yeah, at home? what the fuck? How does he even know where to aim? They sort of have to like, 
aim. I didn't see the the, the two seconds before that. Maybe someone like squared his shoulders him up, up and yeah. That's you what know. I'm telling you. If I was blind and that famous and that rich and of that level, oh, I'd be fucking with dude. People I'd be all, the time. Yeah. all yeah. the time. Well, he did fuck with Lionel Richie. Uh, apparently, I mean now. Lionel Richie also is in the celebrity camp that says, I don't think Stevie Wonder is blind. <laughs> uh, but he said that uh, he went to his house and that Stevie Wonder, like, like he revealed, he's like, he's like I got a, a song I want you to listen to. And so this uh, is one of my favorite stories. Yeah, this yeah. is awesome. Lionel Richie was like, cool, man. All right. I'd, I'd like to, I'd like to hear it. And so uh, <laughs> here, here it goes. Yeah. He says, uh, I got a car. He's like, come on, sit in the car with me. So Lionel Richie goes to like get in the driver's seat and Stevie Wonder's like, no, I got this. And he gets in the driver's seat and Lionel Richie's like, all right, fuck it. You know, I guess we're just going to sit in the car and just listen to it. You know, like people smoke weed and listen to the music. <laughs> well, you got to get, I like, guess, uh, uh, the people in music, you got to have the, the different sound tests, right? You have the computer speakers, yeah. you have to have the car test, you got to have it in the AirPods. Oh, yeah. You got to listen to it and everything in order to see how it's going to react over all the different mediums. Sure. Right? But it's, it's, do you need to be in the driver's seat for that? <laughs> Blind <laughs> guy? If it's my song at my house, I'm in the driver's seat. Hey, fair enough. Yeah, that's true. So he said, uh, they get in the car and uh, <laughs> he said, Stevie Wonder said, you sit on the passenger side, I'll sit on the driver's side. And he cranks the car up and he puts the tape in. This is the 80s. And then he he, he reaches his arm back and starts backing up like he's looking back to see where he's reversing. And Lionel Richie he says, I scream, Stevie, what are you doing? And he says, ah, got your ass. Dude, he's Dave Chappelle ahead of right? time. Like, I'm yeah. telling you. Yeah. So then there's uh, Donald Glover, uh, who's, you know, uh, Childish Gambino. Who, who is not the son of Danny Glover. No, that's no. true. And many people get that confused, but he is not. And he, he was, actually I has a kid Cuddy at one point, but And there's a funny story that uh Donald Glover, he had to change his email because he originally had Don Glover it was at Don Gmail, Glover. And yeah. everybody was like, Don Glover? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so he's Don like, I had Glover. to change my email. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. awesome. Don, Don, Don Glover. Glover. Yeah. <laughs> But so Donald Glover, uh, who is a master in multiple disciplines or whatever, is also a director of a show called Atlanta, which yep. isn't bad. If you check it out, it's pretty cool. Um, and he had on one episode, he was like, man, I, I really want to get the Stevie Wonder cut so I can put it into the show. And he says, I use his songs in Atlanta. And have you? Uh, and he's like, I have to ask for special permission. So I called him. I got his number. He's like, so we're texting. He said, which is fucking crazy anyways. <laughs> well, you can voice to text. It's true. Yeah. But he's just still, it's like hilarious. Uh, and he's like, hey, Stevie, I want to use your song. And he's like, well, send it over. Let me read it. It gets turned into Braille. They t send it to Braille. He sends it over to him. And he says that he never hears anything back. He said, then uh, Glover gets the first rough cut of the episode back and tells Wonder he wants to see how it works with his track. And Stevie Wonder texts him back. He's like, man, I love it. And Glover was like, how did he do that? Like, he touched the TV screen. Like, he didn't he didn't read the Braille they sent over. But when he got the video copy, he was like, this shit works great. Uh, yeah, uh, that's that's one of the funnier ones to me. I, uh, I like that one. Yeah. Yeah. So there's a there's a bunch of these, man. Uh, P. Diddy once said uh, that Stevie Wonder actually described an outfit that P. Diddy was wearing. Nice. Uh, and then when they were asking him, they're like, do you think he can maybe see? And P. Diddy was like, yeah, I think he can. And he's no, he's like a notorious joker. That's, That's what, I'm what a he's lot of people with a lot of people like either you take it one way or the other, which is the more reasonable way is that he just likes to prank people, which yeah, everybody likes to do that, you know. Clooney, George Clooney's like a master at pranking people and he does it to people all the time. Some people take his affinity for pranks and they instead of saying like he likes to 
to just prank people and get his like assistants involved is that he's been pranking everybody for 60 years. <laughs> like it's the long con, the ultimate long con. So yeah, I don't know, man. It's just funny because like I said, you, there's so many interviews that if you look up on there, it's always celebrities that are just talking about. I can't remember what the one celebrity was. I can't remember his name. He's a funny dude, but he was like, throw some furniture in Stevie's way and watch what happens. He was like, he'll dodge that shit. I promise you. All right, so then there's a, a couple things that sort of debunk this whole uh, idea of Stevie Wonder not actually being blind. One of which is uh, that in uh, when he was inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame in 1989, he actually took his glasses off, and you could see that there his eyes weren't they were milky. I guess <laughs> they look like a blind person's eyes. And that was what I was thinking from the get go. Like if you physically saw his eyes, you could probably see that. There's some very heavy, milky, heavy, very yeah, heavy damage going yeah. on. Yeah. yeah, this article literally said, quote, his eyes appeared significantly damaged, which is proof of the same. So we actually took a minute to actually look this uh, video up and, yeah. and get a sense. And I'm just going to say, like, those eyes are not healthy. Yeah, <laughs> right. not at all. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. They, they look rough. You could, if you were really wanting this theory to be real, you could be like, they don't look that bad. They don't look that good. That's for sure. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And then there was actually a guy named Tommy Edison, who is a- Thomas Edison? Yeah, it is. It's <laughs> nice. It's nice. Tommy Edison, uh, lifelong blind guy. Uh, and he produced a YouTube video that I watched in which he claims that Stevie Wonder uses what he uses to get around, which is echolocation. And that uh, he developed like used echolocations to develop a sense of things around him. It's the same thing that dolphins use, right? Yeah, it's I mean sort of the same thing like so I mean they have a lot of blind people which is why you cross the street sometimes and it'll have the the noise the or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um and then you have certain blind people that actually this is this is true like I I read a thing a while back where there are people who don't have any like formal education on uh like interacting in the world as a blind person and they'll start taking to like making clicking noises. Yeah, and they use it so that they can like echolocate themselves, but it's like frowned upon. Like they're like, don't like don't do that. That's why they have like the canes and stuff like that. So it's it's sort of an interesting thing. <laughs> That's crazy. They're evolving with yeah, their disability, yeah. and they're like, don't do that. It's true. I don't think, do that. Well, they were like, yeah, because they're like, it, it makes you stand out as opposed to being a blind guy with a big white cane. <laughs> I, Dude, I don't know, but uh, obviously, echolocation is a is is an absolute tool set that that is used by a lot of blind people. And like he pointed out, he was like, okay, so he gets in an elevator with. Shaq. He's like, how many times have you been around someone who's like seven foot fourteen yeah. and is like weighs four hundred pounds? He's like, you can sense that person next to you, even if you're not blind. You close your eyes. Someone comes in the room that big, you can sense them. That's what he's doing. You know what I'm saying? So I don't know how it, the Shaq story is the funniest of all of them. I don't know, man. The Lionel Richie story is pretty funny too. It's true. I mean, they're they're both funny. But then also he talked about like, okay, cool. So there's a picture of Stevie Wonder taking a picture of a Michael Jackson wax figure. And he's like, which is funny. But again, he's fucking with you guys. Because if you don't remember that he did a skit on Saturday Night Live back in 1983, where he was the spokesman for a camera that was so yeah. simple to use that even a blind person could use it. <laughs> and right. I saw the skit on SNL and it was fucking hilarious. Yeah, he's like smiling, taking pictures yeah, and stuff. That would be one of the jokes I would use if I was a blind guy. So, yeah, okay. So, I mean, that's, <laughs> there you go. There's a Stevie Wonder fucking blind. I don't know. Let's get some final thoughts here, guys. All right. So, uh, yeah, Stevie Wonder's blind. That's my final deduction from <laughs> all of the conversation we had today. Like I talked about, you know, your senses evolve if you are missing one of them. Again, if you're blind, your hearing 
and your sense of smell and your yeah, sense touch. of taste, everything gets heightened. You know what I mean? And if you've been blind and you're fucking 70 years old, you figured out a lot of shit. Yeah, 100%. You know and I mean? you have the money and resources to yeah. like pour into that. That's right. And he has no real reason to, you know, say that he's blind. Yeah. Granted, it could have been a thing early on in his career. Oh, this is my 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 shtick. My shtick. Right. Yeah, I'm blind. But who the fuck would go down that route? You know what I mean? Yeah, like, and especially if your eyes look like that. Like we looked at him. You know, his eyes yeah. are fucked up. And at know? a certain point, wouldn't you just be like, I'm going to take this money and leave the country and just enjoy my life right. with sight. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right? yeah. How much do you need? That's right. So with 11 being the, the least believable, I'm sticking this at a 10. Stevie Wonder's fucking blind. Yeah. There's my final take on this. Buddy? Right. So for me, I, I'm right there with Randy. I think it's he's been messing with everybody for forever. I mean, there's a small possibility that he had, you know, like a little bit of sight where he can kind of see like, uh, you know, Blurriness, shapes, shape, yeah, stuff shapes, like that, yeah. and then when the, when he started doing all of his music and they started pushing him, it was like, no, you're completely fucking blind. All right, put on the glasses and let's just do this. But even that's a stretch to me, like you know. So I think that he, this has just been, he likes to pull pranks on people, he likes joking with people, and yeah, like with the Lionel Richie story, he gets into his into his car. What's the worst that he can do? Maybe like $5,000 worth of damage, $10,000 worth of damage. Yeah. What was that to him? Like right. that's worth the joke. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, so yeah, no, I'm right there with Randy. I'm actually going to push this up a little bit and I'm going to go with a 10.5. All right. I think that this is getting up there with flat earth. Like I don't think this is believable at all. Stevie okay. Wonder's blind 10.5. All right. So uh, I'm going to go ahead and pull out a surprise witness. Oh, and that is. A lot of people don't realize this, but we've talked about Stevie Wonder attending basketball games. Yeah. Yes. A lot of people don't realize that Stevie Wonder was the one that threw the beer at Ron Artest at Malice. <laughs> <laughs> he caused that, it all. <laughs> that alone. No, I'm kidding. All right. So uh, first take is Stevie Wonder is fucking blind, dude. There's no way around it, I think. That being said... With all these interesting stories, I think if you just read it on a surface level, it becomes sort of less insane of, of thinking like, okay, this there's no way. There, the plausibility becomes slightly more when you see him catch that mic stand and then when you hear Shaq talk about him pressing buttons and stuff like that. <laughs> so I'm actually going to drop down and say that the plausibility, even though I believe 100% that Stevie Wonder is fucking blind and has always been blind, I think the plausibility for the average person that looks into this I, I'm going to drop down to a nine because I think you're, right. you start seeing that and you're like, okay, I mean, I did it. I was like, oh shit, there's some weird stuff here. All right. With a 10.0 from Randy, a 9.0 from Mikey, and a 10.5 from Buddy, Stevie Wonder's Not Blind Conspiracy Court score is a 9.8. Okay. All right. It's right. pretty bad uh, line pretty in, we started with. Pretty insane. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. And uh, right up at the top. Yeah. You know? yeah. That's why we started with him. Yeah. Low-hanging fruit. It's, it is, and it's just hilarious, <laughs> yeah. to be honest. It's I a love fucking, it. It's one of the funniest conspiracies I've ever heard in my entire life. <laughs> I love it. I want to see Chappelle come back with the Chappelle Show skit on yeah. this. You yeah. know, like, maybe even bring Stevie on for it. Oh, Stevie be awesome. would be game, I imagine. God. Awesome. We hope you enjoyed our first episode of Conspiracy Court. Obviously, tune in next time for the latest episode of Asshole Court, and check out our Patreon page as it is coming for all the other Conspiracy Court episodes after this. We hope you guys enjoyed the show. Definitely check us out on all our social media pages. Check out the new website, ahcpodcast.com. And as always, be kind to one another, and we'll see you next time on Asshole Court. Yeah.